Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Free Your Mind, guys. Hey. Hi. Hi, guys. Yo. Hi, Donald. Yeah, you guys sound really excited. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, All right, life is um, great. I don't know if you guys can, you know, hear an unfamiliar voice, but that's the voice of our guest, Andrew. Andrew, how have you been, man? I'm doing well, Donald. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, yeah. We're really glad to have you. I hope you, you've had a good week. Yeah, it's been a good week so far. So I think this should be like the icing. Icing on the cake. cake. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's a compliment to us then. That's yeah. great. Glad we could, you know, do that for you. But, um, Andrew, tell us a bit about yourself, man. Um, so my name is Andrew Bimpong. Um, yeah. I run a co-working space called Workshed with okay. a friend. Um, we started a little over a year ago. Um, so... I basically do the finance and admin work over at Workshed, and then I also do um, liaison with other co-working spaces as well. Oh, okay, that's fantastic. Um, all right, so I'm not ignoring you guys. V, I know you're here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure, sure you are. Okay. <laughs> I know you're here. Benji. All right, V, how have you been, man? Great. You've been great, huh? Yes. You look like you've had a good week. I've had a great week. Oh, I wonder what, what what's behind Let's that. Not even I know, right? Let, let's not go into that. <laughs> I huh? know, right? <laughs> Excuse me, Benji. Yeah, what, what, what okay. are you doing, man? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we, Benji, we'll, we'll... how's your week been, though? Oh, fantastic. Been fantastic, huh? Absolutely fantastic. Okay. All right. Um, if you're listening to us for the first time, we're glad to have you listening to us. Uh, we're on episode 15 now. Uh, it's fair to say... It's been a good ride so far. Mm. And, you know, um, I'm getting a little teary-eyed right now. But But seriously, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to us so far. You know, if you've listened to us from the beginning, I appreciate all your support. Even if you joined us at some point, it's still great. And if you are listening to us for the first time, glad to have you listening to us and hope you enjoy it. Um, Yeah, so uh, today we're going to talk. Andrew, like you said, you know, you run a work um, a co-working space called Workshed which is really awesome I've been checking out your stuff you guys look like a really lively bunch Um, yeah so right now we just before we begin we just want to have a little conversation on you know entrepreneurship in Ghana because I feel like at your co-working space you have a lot of it's basically a hub for young entrepreneurs who are doing a lot of interesting things so um, you know in Ghana, right? Uh, going into deciding to go into entrepreneurship, is it like, is it all hype or is it like, are there too many challenges or is it really, is it really good? Is it encouraging to go into entrepreneurship? You know, as a young Ghanaian. I mean, I think as a young person, it's it's really interesting and exciting to be in the entrepreneurship space. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, before you venture or before you get into it. You, you almost see it as a very challenging thing to do, but I don't think it's all hype. Um, it's very interesting, and there's a lot of prospects for it. Um, most people think the challenge is too hard, so yeah. then they just sort of withdraw from it and then do what they want to do or stay in a particular profession. But I think when you take the bold step, you do realize that there's a lot of support for entrepreneurship. Is there really? Um, So it's not cast in stone. I mean, in a country like Ghana, you won't find maybe National Entrepreneurship Network where you go to for all the resources you need. I mean, as compared to other countries in the West. But 
I tell you, when you are in the space and you start networking, you start going for some events, you realize that there, there are actually a lot of us who are in the space, just that we've not formalized structures. Yeah, that's so, um, for example, just beginning of this week, we're in a small meeting with the Minister for Business Development, and he was saying that until we come together and put structure to what we are doing in the entrepreneurship space, governments will never recognize that there are so many startups in the, in the wow. country. But then if you go to a country like America, Silicon Valley is a voice on its own. Mm -hmm. Before the government or the leadership of the country does anything, they must consider what Silicon Valley has to say. And we will only get to that point if we can really formalize the networks that we have. So, for example, WorkShed, Gold Coast Report. Yeah. I mean, we know ourselves, yeah. but there's not really any formalized institution. That's yeah, like, oh, formalized network, where exactly. centralized, centralized network, network where, where we all, all of us come exist. together. Yeah. But if you're to do like your like an observatory study, mm -hmm. you see that there are really a lot of entrepreneurs in the country. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. But then, does uh, is does the nature of you know how our society is? Does it define? the areas where you you know entrepreneurs can go into you understand is it limited to certain areas like agriculture clothing food you know that sort of thing mm. can is it can i can I, is it encouraging for me to go into tech, for example, as an entrepreneur in Ghana? Actually, I think right now tech is like the new wave. If you, if you don't have a business and you don't add tech to it, I don't think you'd survive. And yeah, I but mean, then I'm not talking about adding tech to your business. I'm talking about actually tech. going into tech. And so I mean, that's what I, that's the point I was even going to make. Yeah. That even a company like Workshed, yeah. um, many people may classify as a real estate company, but we also see ourselves as a tech company to some extent, and we want to evolve. Um, to get to that point. As a tech company, I tell you, it's one of the easiest things you can do. Essentially, a tech company just needs guys who have a plan or an app they want to build, and then they just need their laptops. So you see that the, the cost to start a tech company is really not that high. So mm -hmm. we actually have a lot of tech companies in the entrepreneurship landscape on, in, Honestly, in Ghana. Actually, I feel like, like you, you were talking about apps. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, it's quite expensive. So that's that the going. only problem. So many young tech guys have a lot of interesting ideas, yeah. but the funding is what is actually yeah. limiting them yeah. right now. Because, I mean, on average, it takes about 20,000 CDs to develop an app. Yeah. How many young Ghanaians exactly. have that exactly. amount of These money? These are the kind of challenges that I'm, you know, I'm so, talking about. I mean, there are many of them in their bedrooms mm -hmm. who have awesome ideas, who can code, but actualizing those mm -hmm. ideas is the problem. Yeah, but so we are seeing people who are coming into the space to fund these kinds of things. But then it's also part of mm -hmm. the whole formalized network. If there's a formalized network and say um, the Bilem and the Gates Foundation is coming into um, Ghana and they say, oh, we want to support tech startups, where do they go to? Do you see? Yeah. But if you look at the entire entrepreneurship landscape, there are actually a lot of them. Okay. okay. Um, more on to the... Um, advantages mm. and disadvantages from your perspective what are the disadvantages of becoming a new entrepreneur apart from you know the cost that you already mentioned mm. there are only advantages that I can think of such as cheap yeah. rent but I want to know more about the disadvantages especially from your perspective Actually, cheap rent is really not <laughs> because if you look yeah. at the 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 rent landscape in Ghana, no, yeah, yeah, I understand. Rent is actually like one of the main things yeah, main that hinders yeah. most yeah, of the entrepreneurs. Do you see? So that, for example, like I'm saying, somebody probably has a very good idea, but the person can't even have an office space 
to give him mm-hmm. a professional look. Yeah. So like a tech startup needs investment. They come and ask you, where's your office? Oh, I prayed for my bedroom. Mm. It's not it's People not really don't. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Because that's what I was going to say. Like, money funding cannot be the only problem. Exactly. Like, are there others? Like, in terms of, like, you're talking about mm. rent, space, and all that. Mm. Getting all that sort of, yeah. So, certainly, capital is one of the key problems, but there are also many um, other challenges people face. So, for example, where to, I mean, place your business? Where do you want to be located? Um, even the basic problem of addressing so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where's your business address? Over this week, um, over at our space, we've had like a lot of calls, surprisingly, for people who just want a business address. But, I mean, not to say Ghana is bad, but then when you go to even a neighboring country like Ivory Coast, they've done so well with their addressing system Addresses, that yeah. it's easy for every individual to know where you yeah. are. Where, where you are. Mm-hmm. That's true. Do you see? But we don't have that in this country, yeah. which is also a major challenge for many people. So working on landmarks. So landmarks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so my, my business is near... Near this, the junction mall. Yeah. Near yeah. this, you know, what? that kind of... Somebody's looking at you. person really doesn't understand. I, I, can, I completely agree because mm. I... Just yesterday, I went with my mentor okay. to go see um, an entrepreneur who's actually doing very well for himself. He started a car business. Mm. And he deals with parts as well as selling cars. And he is situated all the way in circle. So imagine going through that mass yeah. of traffic, yeah. both vehicle and human. Mm. It's not easy. Mm. And the reason for that was because, you know, the availability of space. Yeah. So I can get where you're coming from. Yeah. So, I mean, there's um, capital, very, very key for everybody. Um, there's rent or there's your office space. There's even um, access to market. So, I mean, if you develop the app, how easy is it for you to get people exactly. to sign to onto sign that onto app and app. use I th- it? I feel like that's one of you the see, major that's, that's problems. Major challenge. Major challenges. Major challenge. You know, major challenge that people who are trying to build an app face mm. in Ghana mm. because... A lot of people, I mean, unless your app is really changing their day-to-day lives, exactly. like all the like activities that they do mm. on a daily basis, unless you are significantly changing one of those activities, they are not, they are not going to no. you know, patronize the app. Mm. You understand? Your app can be helpful to mm. their lives, but if it's not significantly affecting they their day-to-day they won't activities, buy yeah, they are not going to mm. get onto And I think also that. people like um, to do things like physically rather mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. relying on an mm-hmm. app like yeah. people would rather go to an EGCG office to pay yeah. their well, yes. you just, yeah, you, you just use express pay exactly. like I'm laying in my bed I can, I can pay my bill like to me that is perfect but people would rather go and queue yeah. up exactly. and people people exactly. can't be bothered by learning the process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You for, him, for them it's like eh, okay it's long I don't understand it like they mm-hmm. try first of all if mm-hmm. they don't get it if it's not and then it's like yeah I'll That's just it. go pay yeah. and you see for me it's interesting because most of these people use platforms like WhatsApp. You see, that's mm-hmm. So that means they have internet, they have mm-hmm. smartphones. Yeah, they have data. So just mm-hmm. downloading the app is it's really, really... Yeah, and that's why I feel like... That's why I asked you that question about tech mm-hmm. especially. Like, all these things I feel like come into play when one is considering exactly. being an entrepreneur in tech, you know, hardcore. But I mean, there are also um, companies that are looking for young um, tech businesses to build apps just for them. So mm-hmm. yours is not really to find markets. You're just building yeah, and then you're supplying to okay. them. You're done. Yeah, yeah. So there's also that yeah, So that, 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 that particular scenario would exactly. be much more encouraging exactly. than mm-hmm. for me to 
put all my resources into building an and app, then, and then gambling on whether people, yeah. Yeah. you know, actually patronize it. it. You understand me? And one thing I've noticed about our society is that a lot of people really like to admire from a distance. Mm-hmm. They look at it and then they say, "Oh, that was nice," you know, but they wouldn't really directly use it. really use it. Yeah. You understand? They'll say, "Oh, you've done well. That's good," but they'll. Yeah, they are probably not using your app. Yeah. So yeah. you might be getting um, recognition, mm-hmm. but you might not be making money. It's, it's, it's not see. just money. You will not be getting the appropriate um, foundation, the appropriate respect, because mm-hmm. people will just be admiring you from a distance. They're not really helping you build your business mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to fail. You need to be criticized in order for people to see your worth. Yeah, yeah. that's also another aspect yeah. of it. Actually, that feeds into the next bit of the discussion where I was going to ask, like, what role does our society play in all of this? You know, I mean, our parents, our mm-hmm. family and friends, mm-hmm. as far as support mm-hmm. goes, you know, how how many parents are out there encouraging their kids to go into entrepreneurship? Yeah. You know, how many parents are out there saying, you know, if you if you become a lawyer, that's much more safe. <laughs> and then I know that yeah, that's assured your future is secure. Yeah. But then now you want to go and build an app, and then I don't even understand how that works. What's how are you going to make money? <laughs> yeah, what's an app? You know, yeah. like, what, what does it do? So yeah, how do you feel? About I, I mean, honestly, I I think our society has still not reached. Um, that stage where we wholly embrace entrepreneurship. Um, I mean, and I find it very strange because if I cast my mind back to some of my uncles, I mean, I knew, these guys were never working in corporate Ghana. They were businessmen in Makola. Yeah. I mean, importing rice. And this is not corporate life, but they were still making, I mean, a good living. A good living. Yeah. So then I find it difficult that our parents' generation cannot really identify that entrepreneurship is really also a profession on its own. Mm-hmm. So that, for example, even if I look at my journey, um, I mean, I used to fight a lot with my dad. I mean, not yeah. word for word, yeah, but then yeah, we n- were never on the same page. Mm-hmm. He would just say, why not go and take a job in a bank? I mean, you like finance. Bank thing, Stay in though. a bank, Wait, and you know that you have stable. Right? The bank. bank thing, though. <laughs> I mean, right, you on, know that man. you have stable income coming mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. You know that you can get access to loans. You know where you. I mean, you, you can get a mortgage. You mm-hmm. can get a car loan. I mean, you graduate up the ladder. But you know, Andrew, you see. Uh, it's a good point you've raised right mm-hmm. now, where you said um, our parents, they, they, your uncles, yeah. they, they, they went to business, they yeah. were selling rice, blah blah blah. But you also find a lot of them that probably didn't go to school or exactly. didn't like they have didn't. a full Mo- Most of them exactly. didn't have a formal education. Uh-huh. To so some extent. for our parents, they feel like, why should you go to school and then go down that yeah. route? You see, you see where they are coming from. For them, mm. they feel like maximize your education. Mm. You understand? You go to school, you should. Be, you should go into corporate, you know, mm-hmm. so you into see, the corporate world. It depends so. on what you are adding on. So the benefit, like you're saying, is that mm-hmm. we have gone to school. Mm-hmm. So we know certain things like when, I, when I'm running my business, I don't just need to have a physical presence. I should also have an online presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I should network. Most of the people in Makola don't know they networking. Don't know that. They don't True. know online presence. True. Do you see? So that's what really sets us apart. When I started, like, again, like I'm saying, for the first few months, my parents really didn't understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You are doing a what? A co-working space? What's that one? Like, mm-hmm. I totally <laughs> get it. Yeah, yeah well, people come. Well, what's that? Why don't you just rent the whole floor and sit yeah, in the house yeah, or go and look for your work? Come, yeah. Do you see? But then I realized that when I was going out, even in church, 
um, other places. You see that people say, oh, we saw what you are doing um, on workshed. It's like a very nice. They might have like, hey, they've heard what you are doing. How did they hear? Uh-huh. And then you see, see that you start building some respect for yourself. That's the uh-huh. thing with our parents, then, though. That's, that's before for they the see. End result. Yeah. Yeah. For them, if they don't understand what you are doing, they are waiting for the end result. And then when the end result comes, it's then like, they yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, go boy, you know. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, so I, I always tell most of the entrepreneurs that I, I, I meet that, I mean, before you're able to s- run with your business, you should be able to sell it to your parents. Yeah. I mean, even if they don't believe in it, sit them down and say that, well, this is what I want to do as against this. I see myself in five or ten years mm-hmm. scaling this business to this extent. Mm-hmm. Would you support me? Yeah. So, I mean, have a talk with them. Because if you don't have their support, honestly, trust me, it's it will be it's very difficult. frustrating. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's very awkward at very awkward. times, and yeah. And um, another good point you raised was um, like uh, your parents saying that, for example, you were saying that we've gone to school, right? Yeah. So now we know ways to different ways to enhance our business. Enhance our you business understand thing. me, and that's true because for a lot of it was only until recently that my father got an online presence with mm. his business you understand mm. because yeah for him business was booming without it. Yeah. you understand but you could make it you could really maximize yeah. what you are doing you understand yeah. that's what the difference education makes mm. which for them they are now coming to you know understand yes, and exactly. accept so I guess that's where it goes yeah business uh, V are you getting into business anytime soon <laughs> start your own business yes start your own business yeah tell us, tell us a little bit about it I'd rather not. Just raise some money, idea. <laughs> okay, but um, um, the final thing we want to talk about regarding entrepreneurship is: um, is entrepreneurship for everyone? Can anyone be an entrepreneur? Um, and okay. Okay, I mean, let me just get it. And then when, question. like, when do you know that this when is the you time? This ah. I can, you know, I, I'm I'm cut out to be an entrepreneur. Okay, I mean, so yes. Um, I mean, no, rather. Entrepreneurship um, is not for everyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, people say, oh, you need to take a risk. But it's not just about risk. Um, there are many other factors that really come into it. Because, so I mean, you need to be smart about it. You need to be smart. You need to be ready to learn. You need to be a leader. Um, you need to be a good steward. I mean, there are many qualities that, I mean, when I even look at how I've grown over the year, that if I didn't have or if I didn't seek to build, I don't think I'll still be here. I probably would have folded up with my partner and said, oh, let's just go and find something else to do. Mm -hmm. Because taking the risk is just starting the business. You just took the gamble. So Mm -hmm. you had 20,000 CDs and you could have saved that 20,000 CDs um, with an investment bank or I mean with the government Mm -hmm. and then just got in your interest. Now you decided to use that 20,000 CDs to build an app. You've crossed the risk barrier. Now how would you develop or grow or scale that app, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So how would I get market for it? What are the shrewd ways I'll think about getting business for me? How would I prove to people that I had that, oh, I'm a good leader, or this is the vision that I have for this app? Um, am I a good manager? I mean, if my first thousand Ghana CDs comes in, what are you going to do? What am I going to do with it? Am I going to reinvest, reinvest the money? Am I going to spend the money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I going to, yeah, am I going to invest in the people? Yeah. So you see, there, there are a lot of things you need to start thinking about. Then even on learning, learning for me is one of the greatest things that Especially if you don't do, in our society, you fall where, back. Okay, I wouldn't just say in our society. I think uh, our generation, 
a lot of us want instant success. Exactly. You understand? So exactly. then if you are going into entrepreneurship and you're expecting that, you know, money is going to no. be flooding in. No. After your first, no. you know, then, you know, there's a problem there. And I feel like a lot of people get frustrated. Yeah. You know, at the beginning. So... I mean, for example, for us, we started, yes, we had to draw a business plan. And every, everything we did from our first year, profit, 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 profit. <laughs> yeah. Then year one came, bang, Boom. we made loss. a loss. <laughs> so you see that the reality really it's, sets yeah, in. Hits you. So what do you then do to actually try and actualize those plans that you've put out? Disney. One thing that I always say is that don't sit in your room and then project. No. Like, that's one no. of the major mistakes no. you can make. Like... Starting out your entrepreneur yeah. like entrepreneurship journey. I mean, so then again, that's mm. another problem I should have added. Yeah. Research. Yeah. We really don't have a lot of research for people who want to start businesses. And there's also a lack of data in that regard. I, as well. I mean, so nobody has really gathered yeah. that central data and say that oh, if I want to start a, um, I want to sell maybe plantain chips. Yeah, what are the numbers? What are the numbers? What do people? What are people doing? Or how is the whole industry like? So people really don't have data. Yeah. They say oh, if I do my plantain chips and I just make the package nice, people will buy people it. Buy Exactly. And then they start the business and they realize that really, really, they didn't have a market for their product. Thank you. You've got something. I think, you know, in terms of research, uh, I actually interviewed one of um, the business prospects that I had, my mentor. He's a photographer as well. Um, he mentioned that one of the problems he's encountered with fellow entrepreneurs is that when they are starting a business, they focus on the phrase that oh you should take a risk but they're not smart enough to know that okay whatever it is that you are doing there are already others who have done it mm. before you yeah so rather than go to yeah, seek yeah, yeah. or do you can research avoid on certain things by things. looking at what they are doing yeah exactly. I mean, that's where the learning point the learning comes process, to yeah. for example yeah. if i wanted to start a co-working space today workshop is not the first co-working space mm-hmm. i mean there are many co-working spaces space, around the world. I mean, hub. even, even if, if I don't just look in the Ghanaian space, mm-hmm. outside there are numerous, numerous co-working yeah. spaces. People value that around $17 billion. Mm-hmm. So my idea is really not new. Yeah. So why not just go to these people, uh-huh. learn from them what they did? And I mean, that's something we didn't shy away from. When we wanted to start, we went to every co-working space we could identify. I mean, even those we couldn't go to, we sent emails to. I mean, how's business like? What are some of the things you are doing? And we are, we've not stopped. We still do these things on a daily basis so that we can enhance what we are, I mean, offering. That's Interesting. Great. Benji, I just realized you have a lot of mentors, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you want to share one of those mentors? I need a mentor. Nope. <laughs> 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 Sorry to play the cold game, but... All right, Benjamin. I need all the mentors I get if I want to make $1 million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just leave me out in the cold. I see. <laughs> I still love you, V. But Whatever. Has been good. It's, 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 you guys are really on an upward trajectory, looking Many good. Um, so you, you do stuff with uh, the other workspa- uh, workspaces, iSpace. And- yes. So, I mean, currently what we are trying to do is we are all coming together. We want mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. I mean, form like a network where everybody really knows what is happening so we, so we are all in sync. Mm-hmm. We are not just all trying to do the same thing. So maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. I invite... Um, um, Parkwisi Indum in say June, then another co-working space invites Parkwisi Indum. It's sort of repetitive, and then we are not too many in the whole co-working. I mean, the whole startup mm-hmm. space. So then, 
you need to offer them some variety. Okay, so mm-hmm. then does that mean that you guys are you have a gentleman's Agreements sort of yeah agreement where I mean so there's we, no real competitiveness so, like yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, we got um, Indom you didn't you know that kind of thing no I mean so there's competition but there's healthy competition okay do you see there's because healthy competition if I so can that, get Indom and you you tell me yeah you like you're going to get him or you've got him already why would I I mean there are also different topics you could I mean treat with the same resource person but then at the end of the day the whole point is healthy competition you don't want somebody maybe undercutting the whole market or somebody just changing the whole trend just so that he can benefit um, to the detriment of every other person. I mean, yes, we are all in it for business, but we also need to be friends, if I should put it. Okay. Mm. Okay. 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 So that's healthy competition amongst all co-working spaces. The few co-working spaces in Ghana. Okay. All right. So... um, at this point, would you, uh, oh, Benji, Sorry, go before on, we okay. go, yeah. I, I know we're getting to that point, no, but no. just I would I wanted to ask if you could please share a few of your experiences regarding the healthy competition. Okay, so um, that's actually something that we are all now coming together to formalize. Um, but one of the things that people really play in this game is pricing. Mm-hmm. So, for example, maybe everybody knows that on average. Um, if I factor in all the things I need to provide, so internet, my rent, um, utilities, all the amenities that you need, maybe a walking should be around 30 CDs. So then generally that's what everybody is doing. And then maybe you decide to um, price your walking for 15 CDs. I mean, that's your business. But then what you are essentially doing is you are sort of distorting what the market is offering because before everybody went out we all looked at what other people were offering mm-hmm. and then maybe we marked up by say one or two do you see but then you are you are literally just cutting or undercutting the whole market yeah. to your benefit which really is not healthy for all of us in the same space yeah do you see I mean people can make arguments that oh maybe you are a foundation this is privately owned all these arguments can I mean hold but at the end of the day we are all operating in the same market <laughs> if electricity tariffs go up we all experience it. If internet um, bills go up, we all experience it. So, to some extent, we are all still playing within the same space, irrespective of who is funding who. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right, that's great. All right, so um, we're going to get into our next segment, which is the Ghana Must Go segment. And today, I feel like what we are going to talk about, in, in a lot of ways, you know, Andy, you, you know, you you have to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to talk about Ghana Man Time, the issue of Ghana Man wow. Time. <laughs> I like how you said, wow. Like. <laughs> so uh, basically, for people who don't know what Ghana Man Time is, um, it's what? <laughs> uh, showing up showing up late basically like yeah basically showing up late to you all do an appointment it. <laughs> yeah showing up late to yeah. an appointment I mean in one way or another I have you know before showed up late yeah before before fought it yeah me so how that, how has that affected your work like how does that do you, how often do you deal with that you know on a, on a regular basis at the workshop in your dealings with other people like yeah. your appointments and all yeah. that um I mean, Ghanaman time, like you say, we are all corporates. I mean, one time or another, we are we've all fallen short. And <laughs> I mean, been late to many meetings. For me, essentially, what happens is that I mean, I start my day very early. Um, 
latest by 7.30, I mean, my day has started. I'm probably in the office or maybe doing work from mm-hmm. home okay. if I get to the office. So then if I book a meeting with you or you have an appointment with me and you are late, I, I let it go. If I should put it, I mean, but I don't just leave you hanging. I probably leave you to somebody again, else, okay. someone else who oh, okay. can follow up. Follow up okay. But I won't pursue. You. I mean, you and say, oh, you've not shown up. What is happening? Because we all have other things to do. Mm-hmm. Do you see? And like I'm saying, it's a very wrong culture that we've built. Yeah, yeah, and as a generation that wants to create some amount of or some sort of change, yeah. we really need to buy into the idea that this idea of Ghanaman time really will not take us anywhere. Do you see? Because, I mean, like I was saying, I've had various um, calls with other people not in the Ghanaian space. And when they tell you, oh, we will call you at this time GMT. They see, will call, they you call you at that time. I was GMT. so shy on... I, can't, I think it was somewhere last week, so I was supposed to get a call from someone in SA. And the person said, you will call at 10 a.m. And then at 10 a.m., I was supposed to be on Skype. At 10 a.m., I wasn't logged in on Skype. So he sends me an email. I, and I was exactly telling that I tried to call you. You are not on Skype. What is happening? And wow. I, was so, I was so, I mean, embarrassed. embarrassed because I felt that, ah, I mean, it's just 10, 5, 10, 10. Mm. We cannot just make some allowance. Mm. And I that these people have other things that they need to do. Yeah. So when, money, they, yeah, when yeah. they book a meeting with you, they take it seriously. People are locked in. People are, like, time, like they say, time is money. And so exactly. every second counts. So for them, yeah, from 10 to 11, yeah, fine. They schedule the meeting. Mm-hmm. So he's starting at 10 to make sure that it's done at 11. They, they do that. But I feel like. Is there an argument to be made that our system is set up such that it doesn't really allow us to, you know, follow time? I know, I know, you can mm. make allowances and everything, you understand me, but yeah. then there are some people, like, for example, and I'm just going to, a lot of, a lot of mothers mm. drop their kids off <laughs> at school, right, every morning. A lot of mothers do that. So she's supposed to take care of a lot of things at home, at home. and then before she could take, like, get ready, mm-hmm. take their kids to school. And most likely, by the time she does that, she's probably going to fall into traffic wherever she's going. <laughs> yeah. Which is you true. understand? She's Which probably going true. to fall into traffic. So that meeting in the morning, she's probably she's most likely going to be late or she's going to miss it. You understand? And it's not just it's just it's not just mothers, but that's just an Other example people. I'm using. Exactly. So can can someone argue that our system is if we had better transport system, would people be arriving at their destinations? You know, on time. On time. On time. You understand? I mean, yes, our systems have failed us yes. to a large extent, systems and institutions. But I do recognize that there is some preparation on, on our, our part, part as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah, so I mean, yes, our systems and our institutions have failed us to a large extent so that um, if you wanted to do something within the shortest possible time, it really takes longer than you'd mm. expect. Um, I mean, I remember my journeys to school um, I mean, morning star. We had to wake up very early, and I felt it was such a drag. Why do you have to wake up at four to get to school <laughs> wow. by six? And I mean, you'll be eating in the where? car from from Teshi all the way to oh, morning star. Wow. Yeah. Okay, oh, you'll be eating in the car. You'll be doing your work in the car. You have to let them sign <laughs> in the like, car. Oh, so like the car becomes like the second yeah, thing. Like, yeah. Do you see? And I mean, some parents will not. I mean, allow you to make them late. I mm-hmm. mean, there are c- yeah. certain mothers who can afford to do that, but s- some parents will just not allow you. But you see, what you need to realize is that you are competing. Mm-hmm. So if you make the excuse and say that, oh, I'm also a mother who has three children. I need to make sure that everything is fine before I get to work. So 
what excuse would you make? There's probably another woman who's in the same office with you who also has three kids. But it's coming on time. And it's time. also it's coming on time and it's yeah. fighting for the same promotion that yeah. you want. Yeah. So the boss will not come to your house and say that, oh, okay, so Margaret lives at Latebi Okoshi. Mm. Felicia lives at Cantonments, which is closer to the office. So the fact that Felicia is coming in earlier, let's give her the promotion or let's... No, the boss will not do that. Mm. Whoever logs in at the right time the person's performance is, I mean, well, that, that's the person who gets the promotion. So, despite what our institutions and systems have given us, you need to push There's still some preparation it. to be done. You need to push end. beyond it. I mean, another embarrassing example. I think I've had many examples. <laughs> You've had? Many embarrassing examples. Yeah. I had a meeting with um, um, Paco Shum. I don't know if, many of you, if you know him, mm-hmm. but he's managing director of Delta Airlines. Okay. And he also runs another company, um, that deals with laundry. And so he was speaking to me for the laundry business. So they, what they wanted, they wanted um, various stopping points for the laundry business. So I sent an email about um, that offer to find out what exactly it would entail. And then he was so excited that he said that, oh, he'll come and meet me on Friday at 10 a.m. And then Friday, 10 a.m., Mr. Shum comes into the office. I mean, this is a whole managing director of Delta Airlines, mm-hmm. somebody who's always flying in and out many mm-hmm. countries. And then he comes, and I go and meet him. I'm like, hi, my name is Andrew. He's like, my name is Paco. And I, say, oh, and I, I tell him, oh, I forgot about the meeting. And I was oh, like, wow. wow, you really forgot about the meeting? <laughs> I was like, I can't even yeah. believe that came out that of came, my yeah. But it's because I'm used to yeah. maybe oh, showing up just a few minutes later forgetting. Yeah. I normally miss. Yeah. You, you can miss something like that. And I mean, imagine if you were somebody who was very strict, someone who was very stern, or if you were an investor. Yeah. I'd have missed You'd be my discouraged. You'd be discouraged. Mm-hmm. discouraged. Yeah. You see, so our system creates that kind of oh, allowance, if uh, I should yeah, put it. Yeah, but anyway. if you allow yourself to fall into it, you'd, you'd, you'd miss out on many things. Hmm. Has, anyone had, yeah, v? Has anyone had a really bad experience with Ghana one time? Really? <laughs> uh, way too embarrassing for here. <laughs> yeah. Way too embarrassing for here. Really? Way yeah. too embarrassing for you, Benji. Yeah. Okay. But um, like, like you were saying, it's become a cultural thing and it's becoming worrying because now it's almost as if, yeah, if, if yeah, it should be normal. It's like, normal. yeah, why are you tripping? Yeah. You understand me? Well, I was just, what? I was just. 30 minutes late, you know. Just 30 <laughs> yeah, minutes just late. Saying, but uh, this, this was something that I was discussing with someone some time ago that I feel like a lot of people are getting to work past 9, 9 a.m. Honestly, a lot. a lot of people are getting lot, to work I'm, past I'm, 9 a.m. A lot. I yeah. think a lot of people are doing that. Yes. And a lot of people too are also e- too eager to leave work before <laughs> 5. Exactly. So actually, that's point. <laughs> in effect, productivity is really reduced mm. significantly. Mm. And that, that's the problem that yeah. we're, we're, we're we are facing yeah. so yeah definitely it's a serious cultural problem that we need to address one way or another you know Kufado was saying in his inauguration speech that we yeah. should be citizens not spectators mm-hmm. and I feel like these are this is one of the you know areas that we yeah. as Ghanaian citizens can need to. take upon ourselves to improve you understand yeah. and that's the only it's, it's a mental thing I mean once we, we and most of us are on the same page regarding the things that we worry can. us like Ghanaman time and mm. all that until then it's not going to change we can't until then mm. it's not going to change so that's my two cents <laughs> it's been a great show Andrew really thank you so much for coming you on yeah, it's been so great. shared a lot of you know things that are going to be very helpful for some of us who want to be entrepreneurs in the future <laughs> 
in the future. So yeah, really appreciate that. Thank and you. we also love what you, you guys are doing at Workshed. Thank Impressive you. job. Like if you, if you didn't know it already, you guys are really doing a good job. And Thank it's very, very encouraging much. to see, you know, a couple of guys who have started something that's you know really thriving and it's on the up and up. So. Mm. That's really encouraging. So yeah, thank you. Okay. Many thanks. So, yeah. So um, <laughs> if you yeah, so if if you this is the first time you're listening to us, you can follow us on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind, on Instagram at the Gold Coast Report, on Facebook the Gold Coast Report. If you want to listen to our podcast, please go to Stitcher you and look for Free Your Mind. You find us there. Tune in radio as well. Just search for Free Your Mind. You'll find all our episodes there. Once again, massive thank you to all of you who have listened to us from day one up up until today and those who continue to support us. Uh, you should check out our other shows as well. On the Go Coach Report Podcast Network, we have a sports show called GM ATW After the Whistle and an all-women show, The Other Room, which is which I hear is quite lovely. <laughs> it's great. I hear it's quite lovely and the girls are awesome, so you guys should really check that out. Thank you so much once again. Great show, guys. See you all when we resume. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Bye. Dream out